Jesus. Proverbs 4 and 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Matthew 13. Matthew 13. Starting with. Starting with the third verse. And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold, a sword went forth to sow. And when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell on stony places where they had not much earth. And forwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness in the earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched. And because they had no root, they withered away. Some fell on thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But other, but other fell on good ground, brought forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold. If we can go down to verse, uh, let's let's start with the nineteenth verse. When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not. Then cometh the wicked one and catches and catches away that which was sown in his heart. This is this is he which receives seed by the wayside. Hear ye therefore the parable of the sower. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Number twenty. But he that received the seed into stony places. The same is he that heareth the word, and he receiveth it with joy, yet has no root in it himself, but dureth for a while. For when tribulation and persecution arise because of the word, by and by he is offended. 22. He also that received the seed among thorns is he that heareth the word. And the care of this world and the deceitfulnesses of riches choke the word, and he becomes unfruitful. 23. Oh, Lord. He that received the seed of the word in the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it which also bear fruit, bringeth forth fruit, some a hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers and the hearers of this word. If I had to give a subject today of this word, can y'all hear me okay? All right. If I had to give a subject today, heart condition. Self-reflection, course correction. Self-reflection, course correct. I use that a whole lot. I use that a whole lot. 
because I think when life and things happen, sometimes we got to go to self. It's so easy to point outward. They did, who did, said this, whatever. But let's start with us first and then go out. Let's start with us. Let's start with was my package right? Was my tone right? Was this right? Was that right? Did the look right? Let's start with us first. Then we'll go out. So let's talk about our hearts and 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 we you know talk about course correction. I always hear that in HR and in course correction. Sometimes God gives us an opportunity to course correct before He steps in and course correct. Right. So what is a parable? It's a it's a story, an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. Sometimes I'm a storyteller when I teach. When I teach the word, or even teach in my uh, financial literacy um, workshops, I love to tell stories. Why? Because people can relate to them. I believe that that is what Jesus does. So we can relate to them. I believe the word is almost just like agriculture. You sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. It's, it's, it's foolish to expect a harvest from a seed you didn't plant. That's just what it is. If you don't have no peace, maybe you ain't sow no peace. Y'all catch that at home. All right. But in this story, Jesus is talking about four soils. What is soil? What is soil? <laughs> now, let me put, put a pause on this. I don't know why God talked. Want me to teach you about soil and planting? Knowing he on he know I don't like outside. <laughs> if you know me, you know I don't like outside. Now, I ain't never liked outside. I don't like the plant. I don't got no live plants in my house. <laughs> Thank God, Daddy cut the grass when we was younger and <laughs> woo, dodged the bullet. <laughs> Ooh, I crack myself up sometimes. But nevertheless, soil. Soil, it's loose matter that covers, that covers the earth. And what is seed? It's the start of a plant, a plant reproduction. So if you hear me say soil, let's insert heart. And if you hear me say seed, let's insert the word of God. Amen? All right. Again, it's so funny. Let's dive in. Four soils and the seed distributed. The seed that was distributed that fell upon the pathway. They just fell along the pathway. And the birds came and took it because basically there wasn't no soil over there. Have you ever seen like a con some concrete and you might seen a little flower may spring up? But after a while, it's, it's gone, correct? All right. There is no soil. There is no soil. The enemy wants to take the word of God from us. But when we allow sin to come in our hearts, it opens portals, believe it or not, of other type of things going on. One sin can lead to a whole bunch of other stuff, a whole bunch of other stuff. So what happens is, 
it can cause callus. You know how people have callus on their feet? It's hard. It's kind of like if you ever seen Martin, I love Martin, and they say, you got to work on Myra. You got to work on Myra. Y'all done seen Myra. Y'all done know who Myra is. You got to, because she had like horns and calluses. Our hearts become hard. Callous. Word can't penetrate. Ain't no soil. We don't, that is a dang, that's risky salvation. When you can't hear the word flowing. When you just so hardened. It's your way. You do what you want to do. I can't tell you who to sock it to. You don't want it. You just, now he ain't talking to me. The word, you can, somebody can be giving you the word and you just, mm. Your heart is cold and callous. Can't produce nothing. Can't, there's no, how, how can the seed produce if there's no soil? Now, this is the thing. When we, when I'm preaching this word, God gave it to me first because before you teach or preach, he going to give it to you first. You're going you gonna to find yourself in that. You're going to find yourself in it. You got to receive it for yourself. So I would like for everybody, see it for yourself. See if you line up. Because I can tell you from myself, there's times where I've been, been in here because of sin or whatever, life. But thank God for Jesus for another chance. But be careful. Be careful. Self-examination is so necessary. So necessary. Rocky soil. And I'm moving. Rocky soil. Those are the people who receive the word with great joy. They are clapping their hands. We happy. We praising God with joy and gladness. We doing, oh, God, all my life he has been faithful. Oh, God, bye-bye. Bye-bye sin. Bye-bye pain. Bye-bye. Bye. But when that pain and hurt come, what you doing? Is is the word rooted or is it superficial? Have you ever seen people? The, the, like a growing, you know, germinating, they have roots coming down so it can take root. We got to let the word of God take root in our hearts. We got to let it take root in our hearts because that dancing and stuff, yeah, everything that hath breath, <laughs> praise the Lord. Wait a minute. Okay. Let me deal with this real quick. Breath, that mean the dog barking, that mean the birds chirping. Breath. Breath, superficial. God is seeking worshipers. Those who worship. That's the, so when you worship God in his word, he's going to tell you. So you're going to tell God who he is, and he's going to tell you who you are, and then that's when that root began to go in there, right? Amen? All right. So, and, and, and boy, I had to do some research. I ain't want to bother my parents about soil, so I did some research. And in planting, the soil must be tilled. Gotta be tilled. Those who are gardeners must be tilled, must be worked on. <laughs> and to take care of it is so important. You gotta take care of the soil. Why? So weeds don't come in. The weeds don't come in and destroy the seeds. Weeds, weeds that 
could come in. You know, I've seen people even with roads, they could prune stuff, cutting away stuff, so they so their plants could be fruitful. Weeds could come in. That's why you got to take care of your soil. And this is a thing to make it relative. Life happens. As I've heard some of my millennials and generations, life be lifing. I don't know about y'all, life be lifing. Ages and stages, I'm in menopause, I'm hot right now. Man, I'm not hot right now. Lord, Lord, life be lifing. I, look, that's for those who know what I'm talking about. Life be lifing. Life, trauma, pain, divorce, people passing away, grief, all these things. Look, I have three grown kids. Life be lifing. But this is a, the lens we go through life. The lens. <laughs> the lens we see. Uh, but when we don't have any root, that's the lens. The trauma. The trouble. The trauma, the trouble, the trouble, the trauma. What lens do you have? How are you looking through life? Now, oftentimes, like right now, I'm sweating right now and it's okay. But if I didn't have these glasses, I really couldn't see you. I couldn't see. I couldn't. I know you there. I know you there. Thank God faith come by here and hearing by the word of God. I know you there. But I like to see your face. But I know if they dirty, I'm looking through dirt. Something, you know, in your car and birds be doing what they do when things happen. Every once in a while, your windshield, your lens got to be clean. And we got to let God clean our lens. We got to let God clean our lens. And the only way you gotta get get gotta get in that word so that word can take root in your heart. In your heart. And this is a thing, and this is just real. When trauma conflict happens, you know, those things that happen in life, you find out who is who and what is what. You find out who I have found out. You find out who is who and what is what. You you would encourage people about the word of God until you got to apply the word you encouraging people with. And then it get different. Right. It get different when you encourage somebody about their child, but what is, when it's my child? When it's my child, what, what you going to do? I'm like, okay. I'm telling people, you got to let go of your child. Okay. This, then I'm having a problem letting go of mine. Yeah, I bet G I bet God had a problem letting go of his. I bet Abraham, I bet that was a long walk up that road. He didn't pray. He older now. He didn't pray and pray and pray. And, 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 you know, Isaac could have, you know, he was old enough to say, what we doing? He did ask. But God, will, when you are obedient, God will always have a ram in the bush. When you are obedient to his word, but the only way you can be obedient, if that word takes root, if you abide in me and the word abide in you, you can ask what you will, and it shall be done. Amen. All right. It is so important to have the word of God rooted because I understand that when you go through life, you know, last few months, been going through some different things. And I'm like, God, look, you work this work quick. Why this take you so long? I felt like, Paul, I got a thorn. 
Emma's? Now, I done prayed, I done prayed for us. You done blessed the daughter. We done anointed her with oil. We done, and why is my deliverance taking so long? What is Do I believe the word that I'm encouraging people with? Do I? My daughter was like, you all right? I don't mean, yeah. missing stuff, supposed to be there, not there. I ain't. And the spirit of, I'm going to keep it transparent. The spirit of depression kind of got on me a little bit because I'm like, look, now, I didn't ask you, look here, what is going on? And God said, I'm still your healer. You got to trust me in the process. You got to trust me in the process. I said, well, God, you know I don't like the process. You know, you already know. But my grace, his response, my grace is sufficient. Because this is the thing about God. First of all, he ain't going to switch up for nobody. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you say. He ain't switching up for nobody. He ain't switching us so we could cherry pick this word if we want to. We'll believe Genesis, not so much Exodus, not so much Matthew, but I'll go with John. Oh, no, no, you got to believe this word. Every book, every book, you got to believe this word because we're going to give an account for what we do and what we say, what we do, how we handle people. We're going to give an account for how we do it. Amen. Because the bottom line is, if you don't, if the word of God is not rooted in your heart, you cannot be fruitful. Check your soil. Check your soil. Thorny. Let's talk about thorny. <laughs> I think me and my daddy talked about this earlier. Thorny. Soul full of distraction. Self-gratification, chasing worldly pleasures rather than pursuing God. Matthew 6, I got some 6 and 33. Do I got some Bible study people? Seek ye therefore the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added. Not seeking my, my career goals, not seeking my skill set, my network thank god for him but seek ye therefore the kingdom of god and his righteousness <laughs> and so i love music i love gospel music but there's some inspirational music that goes on in the land and in the 90s there was a lyric lyric was kind of popular over the years beautiful uh, hmm. Everybody ain't always been saved, but you know. <laughs> it says, I don't know what they want from me. It seems like the more money that come across, the more problems I see. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's from Brother Biggie. And brother, P. did. Don't act like y'all don't know. Y'all ain't always been saved. Don't sit up in here. Don't you know, more money, no problems. But don't act like that. Don't do me like. Don't do me like that. Don't do me like that, y'all. Y'all, I'm just saying. 
that's that's for those in the nineties. Those you know, some people you know, you know, you know, big smalls and two pack. Yeah, no, don't act like. It. Look at me in that tone of voice, like what you you know. Amen. Well, that ain't so for those who are in the kingdom. That's so for those who got thorns when you just chasing money. You just it ain't gonna never be good enough. You just chasing these. The, the worldly pleasures and this ain't no good thing in this flesh, y'all. And ain't no good thing in this world. You need to be in the safety. The safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. So thorns, when you got thorns in your soil, it calls you to think about superficial things. Superficial things. And when you're thinking about superficial things, them thorns choke up the world choke it up choke it up the job that you was praying and fasting and seeking excuse me seeking god for you here asking the pastor to grease you down and, and doing all that stuff we sowing in the word and then and and, and and be you be here for for bible study study school passion whatever you want you get that job i'm too busy to come to church now i, I got you I'll go stream. I'll go stream. I'll go. And then we act like God is a Santa Claus. That he's supposed to do for us. Now, don't play God cheap. He ain't stupid. He isn't a smart and intelligent God. Just like with your kids. You don't want your kids to play you cheap. You don't want your kids to play you stupid. Why we treat God like that? Yes. All right now. All right. We get so busy, as they say, booked and busy. I am booked and busy right now. But they ask me, Pastor Dad, how you doing all that you doing, God? But it's but what I have to do is schedule. See, this is a thing. You have just like you schedule, you have to, not that you scheduling God, but He is the priority. He is the priority. And everything comes under him every god and everything else and then we wonder why things get a little different who is your priorities who's your priority is it your career your business your kids whatever in your your husband you anything you put before god is your god any person place or thing if you put that before god that is your god so don't be mad if it gets attacked by god because God is jealous. Let me go back. Had no other gods before me, saith the Lord. Check your soul. Check your soul. Check your soul. You cannot, when you booked and busy, you better be booked and busy in God's face. God, what should I do in this? Look, let me tell you me. God, how am I supposed to navigate this business? How am I supposed to go into these business um um meetings? I can say this now. I'm trying to embarrass my friend, my sister friend. Um, I have I am an ambassador. I don't know what I am, whatever Sherry wants me to be. Um, the CEO of Black Career Women's Network is here. I appreciate her for coming because she is busy. She is always busy. And we get down with the planning. And she'll say, well, what God said? And I said, what God said? Because we understand what we are doing 
it's about God. I mean, let's be, let me be honest. She can just, she don't have to have a business. She got the skills to pay the bills. She could just work for somebody else and do it. But God put this on her heart. God put this on her heart. Her saying is, the life you've been living is bigger than the life God has for you. I hope I said that right, Sherry. <laughs> but it's real. The life you've been living is bigger. Think about that. Than the life God has for you. But you got to check your soil. But you got to check your soil and make sure your soil is right. All right? All right. Amen. God is so faithful. I thank God. I thank God because... This is so good because God has given, in these times, God has given us another chance to get it right, to get it right. But we got to be in his face, be in his word. God recognizes his word. A lot of times we pray amiss because we don't pray his word. But how you going to pray his word when you don't know his word? Check your soil. All right. Now, we didn't talk about path, you know, on the path, you know, your heart is hard. We didn't talk about rocky soil, you receiving it with cotton, you know, you don't have no roots. And we talked about thorns. But let's talk about good soil. Let's get to the good stuff. Good soil, producing good fruit, not being stagnant, always producing good fruit, not just fruit, good fruit. And in the beginning, God did some things. He, he created, he said, it's good. He created a man, um, heaven, earth, it's good. He did it. If you want to know how to organize your life, go back to um, Genesis. He He did certain things a certain day, then he said it was good, then he rested. Self-care. Mm, thank you, God. That was for me. <laughs> that was for me. And that's what it is. That's exactly what it is. Good fruit. Look at the fig tree. Look at the fig tree. <laughs> Look at the fig tree. It was not producing anything. It was stagnant. It didn't produce nothing. Jesus, he cursed it. Guess he said, you ain't trying to do nothing. Why are you here? Why are you here? If you're not trying to do nothing, why are you here? What's your purpose? When we know a purpose of a thing, we won't abuse it. When we know the purpose, we won't abuse it. I was asked, what's your purpose? What's the why to the what? What does it look like? What does it look like? What's the why to the what? If you know your purpose. Well, he cursed it. Let's, let's come on with the men with the talents. Come on with the men with the talents. This was a scripture that for years it was hard for me to understand, but the Holy Spirit had to give me a revelation on it. <laughs> and I thank God for that. There was, now I'm gonna talk about one per, one of the men with the talent. And this man with the talent, he had one thing. As I say, you had one thing to do. Jesus was rooting for him. He had one thing to do. Grow your talent. Grow. He only gave him one. Because keep in mind, God gives us our stuff, our regarding to the capacity, we can handle it. Capacity, we can handle it. We wonder why this and this and this. Why she get this? Maybe you don't have the capacity for that. You wonder why sometimes you don't know the story behind the glory. 
you wonder why well this person doing this you don't know what a uh, price they had to pay for that anointing anointing costs. anointing costs. there are some prices people pay i know it's some prices this man paid all right all all thank you god all when you olive oil gotta be beaten all pressed all all you don't know the cost of my oil in my alabaster box oil oil getting back to the that wasn't in the notes but get back to the man with the talent. He only had one thing to do. One thing to do. And he hid it. Put it in the ground. Because of fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and assignment. How many things that we have not done that God has called us to do, even he's given us a dream, a vision, and because we're scared, what this person going to think, what that person going to do. I don't have the help. Let me tell you something. Financially, you will be seven years this year. And I thank God for that. But I didn't have, I, look, I didn't, the people who I thought was going to help me didn't. Uh, the back, they did just, just, but God sent some people. God says, even I have some people who say, I've been looking at you. You need some funding. Don't, 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 I'm just, and some of them don't look like us. Also, that's what I was saying. And some of them don't look like us. Okay? So let me talk, say this real quick. Be nice to everybody. Be nice to everybody. Be nice to Elijah at the brook. Some ravens, don't some nasty animals, some nasty ravens or nasty birds. But guess what? If he would have uh, flew, um, shot them away, he wouldn't have ate. He wouldn't have hey, Be nice to everybody because you don't know who got your blessing. You don't know who got your blessing. Be nice to everybody. Be nice. So, man with talent. He ain't do what he was supposed to do. Guess what God did? He took it away. Took it away. Guess what he did? He gave it to the ones that were producing. He gave it to the ones that were producing. Producing good fruit. Use it or lose it. Okay, let me break it down. Pastor, Master, what? Master, tell you, do something. I'm going to pray on it. You can pray on it. You got to do something, do it. You ain't got to pray. That's a cop out. Let's just, let's, just, let's just do that myth real quick. It's a cop out. A lot of times we think that God gives us skill sets just for the workplace. Mm, it's for the house of God. So if you're good in money, maybe you need to be a trustee. If you're good in thinking, maybe you need to get in the choir. Maybe you're good with office work. Maybe you need to help with office work in the house. If you fundraise for your job, maybe you need to say, Pastor, it's, it's the funds for 5113C for churches. They give you money right now for the black community. You need to know. You need to know that. But this is the thing. But those who act like they don't want to do nothing, let me tell you, or quit, guess what? God will raise up somebody that look like you who faithful and be up in here or wherever in the kingdom, and you'll be and you'll be sitting there and wondering why. And wondering why. And then you then you might your flesh will come in, you got an attitude. 
Mm. Well, no, you had your chance. You had your chance. What you need to do is go before the face of the Lord. Repent. God ain't looking for apology. Repent. Change your mind. Change your mind. And the only way you can change your mind is in the word of God. Renew your mind daily in the word. Can't live off of yesterday bread. Give us this day our daily bread. All right. Again, use it or lose it. Use it or lose it. All right, check your soil. We still checking our soil. Well, what is good fruit? What is? What is good fruit? And how do we produce it? How do we produce this good fruit? How? Galatians 5. Talks about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. I think 5 and 22. Talks about love, joy, peace, long suffering, temperance, goodness, faith. Think of some meekness in there, probably. Against such there is no law. That is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. If you're not showing no love, if you don't have no self-control, oh, they made me cuss. Ain't nobody made you cuss. You need some self-control. You need some self-control. Oh, they made me roll my eyes. Ain't nobody made you roll. Maybe you need to ask God to help you with your nonverbal communication. Ooh, that was for me. Look, I told you I had to catch that for myself. Faithful. Believe it in God, but when you're faithful to God, you'll be faithful to his house. It won't be an obligation like you punching a clock at work. Meekness. Pride go before a fall. Pride go before a fall. If you fall, because you're prideful. Because you're prideful. You need to, hum as, as the old says, she said, humble yourself. Humble yourself. You humble, humble yourself um, before the mighty hand of God. He will lift you up. Sometimes we're trying to lift our own self up. Make it away for our own self. Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. He said your gifts will make room for you and bring you before great men. You don't have to just make a way for you. You trust God. You trust God. We got to grow good fruit by saying, staying, 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 staying in God's face, seeking him for a purpose. If you don't know your purpose, and you're going to always have a purpose. Ages and stages, it doesn't matter. Moses didn't really get started till he was 80. I think it was 80. Why? You want to know why? For 40 years, he was Egyptian. And God had stripped all that mess out of him, all that adultery, all that mess. God got, it's a stripping. It's a stripping. It's the stripping. God is God is gonna strip you. Got to check your soul, cause God's gonna strip you of some things, and it's not going to be comfortable, but it's necessary. Again, it's not gonna be comfortable, but it's necessary to produce good fruit. Oh, we gotta be in His Word, past Jesus' well. I remember. I remember we was at choir rehearsal when I was here. We used to have to say Bible scriptures before choir rehearsal. Thanks a lot, Mother Steele. We had to say choir. We had to, before choir rehearsal get started, everybody had to do a scripture. 
And I knew my scripture because I was like, ooh, there's only a couple of them I kind of really knew. And I would get mad when somebody would take my scripture. Jesus wept. I'm like, dang. And she was like, look, I'm like, oh, man. Or or the 23rd Psalm or, or Psalm 100 or Psalm 150. Those are basically the ones people kind of know. And he was, she was like, yeah, you know, you got to do something else. You can't say the same scripture. What she was doing is helping us to take the help us to learn that word, to get in our hearts, that it don't just be a memory verse. I remember my kids was younger and they didn't, they would do things. And I got tired of spanking them. They're tired, 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 tired. And I said, okay, I got a trick for this. We're going to write some scriptures. You're going to have cramps in your hand. Courtney laughing now. And to this day, they know what, I think it's Ephesians 4.29. Uh-huh. See, she 30. And she 30. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Why? Because they was doing, they were lying. They were doing what kids do. And I got tired. Well, you're going to have some cramps in your arm. I'm tired. And they will write that a hundred times, sometimes 500. But guess what? That word is, is taking root. That word was taking root. Children, obey your parents, for it is right in the Lord, for your days will be long. Now, you may not always agree, and that ain't just for under 18. Okay, let me, let me, you got to honor your parents. Now, I'm going to be honest. I don't always agree with my parents, but I won't disrespect them. Because I ain't going to disrespect them, because I want my days to be long in earth. Okay? Now, there was a time that me, you know, I said, God, okay, I got kids now. God said, you're planting bad seeds. Okay. So if I disagree, okay, I love you. That's And that don't just mean under 18. That means you got to honor your parents. You got to, mother. Even if you d disagree, even through the hurt, even through the pain. Because sometimes the parents only did what they knew to do. Cause ain't no, ain't no study book in this. Ain't, ain't no manual. Ain't no manual. Ain't no manual. And then, and then, I got, and this is about the word. It's a balanced word, right? It does say, and parents don't provoke their children to wrath. Don't provoke them to wrath. Don't provoke them to wrath. So some of us parents got to do the apology tour. Some of us got to do the apology tour because I've done it. I did some things I shouldn't have done, and things. Trust. That's healing. That's being. Sometimes you got to tell your kids, "I'm sorry. I didn't know no better. I was, I was going through a breakup. I was going. I didn't know no better. I, I was, the, I was the lens. I was, I was going through trauma. So I was raising you through the lens of trauma, and say you sorry. It's okay. You know how many kids. I don't care how old you are, could be healed by an apology. By an apology. We cannot be so, and, and let me say this, and it don't make you look bad, you being, I'm going to talk this way, it don't make you look bad if you tell your children you're sorry because at the end of the day, we all mess it up. We all mess it up. That's how you have good fruit. Because the Holy Ghost 
gonna tell you. You gotta clean that up. You got you you start you planted that bad seed. Now you got to clean it up. So don't talk about Johnny out here doing God knows what when you used to run guns over here. You just didn't get out. Don't talk about this person on crack when you smoke weed. Or probably smoked it. Or weed may not be yours. But a sangria may be yours. Crown, uh, uh, crown. Crown, y'all know crown may be yours. Bill may be yours. Okay? Eating may be yours. Eating, whatever. Anything. A lot of times people are self-medicating. Check your soul. Self-medicating. It could be food. Life, life happens. I got to get me a Whopper. I mean, that's just real. It may not be your issue. But issues, that's why you got to guard yourself. Guard what you hear, guard what you see. Because out of your heart is the issues of life. And when you don't guard, how can you have good soil? All right. All right. Hallelujah. We got to make time for the lover of our soul. He is the lover. My soul loves Jesus. We got to make time. And when we talk about our heart, I love David. I love David. David did a lot. David did a lot. <laughs> David did a lot. Somebody would have called him a garden tool. You'll know what that is when you get home. <laughs> God, you know what I'm saying? David was anointed king before it was time, before that set appointed time. When he was a teenager, he was a think about this. He was anointed king when he was a teenager. When he was a teenager, it hadn't even produced yet. And he began to work for a man that tried to kill him. And could have, could have. He could have killed him at any moment. David, David killed Goliath. He killed the, the bear and the David was a bad boy. David was a bad boy. But he had some sin issues. He had some lust issues, okay? He had some lust issues that produced bad fruit, right? But then there was a time when he called somebody that was faithful to him. He put him out there to be killed, tried to cover up, cover up the sin. We're going to cover it up. Cover it up. God sees and owes off. You can't cover it up. This is what I tell people. Mama and them may say it's okay. You might not be offending mama and them, but what if you offending God? What if you offending God? What if you are offending God? Check your soil. What if you are offending God? Your mama, daddy, cousin, whatever may be cool with what you're doing, but God may not. That's why we that are around need to use our influence in the right way. Just being honest. That's what God is saying. Now, David wrote Psalm 51 because he was told a story, the prophet. Thank God for the prophets. Prophet Naaman told him a story about this man. He had one sheep, one sheep. And this king or whatever came, he had a lot of sheep. He had a lot. 
and this person came and got that man one sheet. It's kind of like a big business. They got a lot of business. It's like, won't you leave this one small business alone? You know? And David, in his righteous indignation, I'll kill him. Where he at? I'm going to kill him. Got his nerve. He said, you the man. You the man. Well, what you did with Bathsheba and Uriah, you the man. You the man. Now, I ain't going to lie, the prophet took a risk. Took a risk. Because David could have killed him. Because he was the king. But David still had enough God in him. That he still had enough God in him to listen to the prophet. To the, we, no matter your title, no matter your gift, you cannot be so high that you can't listen to God's people. You cannot, because you will miss God when you think, well, I ain't no God ain't told me. God just told you, you just refuse to listen. Check your soul in your heart. Do you got pride that can't nobody tell you nothing? Because you think, well, maybe this person don't have the socioeconomic, so they can't tell me nothing. Or this person may have had a drug issue, a sex issue, whatever issue. Issue is issues. Issue. The woman with the issue of blood. She touched the issue. But we can't get so sanctimonious and so whatever. Act like we so such a much as they used to say that you can't hear nobody. Those who have an ear, let them hear what the Spirit said to the church. Now, David wrote Psalm 51. I'm going to say a little bit of it. It talks about creating me a clean heart, O oh God, and renewing me a right spirit. That should be our daily prayer. God, renewing me a right spirit. Create, create, create. Because this heart, this ain't nothing good in this flesh. We are spirit, soul, and body. And sometimes we be like, and let's just keep it real. Sometimes we say, it's three, it's going to be three things. God, yourself, or the devil. That's going to talk to you. God, God, the word recognizes the word. It's going to be God. The devil's going to tempt you, but it be yourself. And a lot of times we used to be, be like, the devil is a lie. No, it ain't the devil. It's you the lie. It's you the lie. It's you the lie. Stop lying to yourself. The worst deception is self-deception. The worst deception is self We want to blame the devil for stuff that we doing. That we doing. No. It got to be a daily walk with God. It ain't enough to get out here and just get saved. Okay, okay, I do the Romans. Where there's a Romans road, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, blah, 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 all that stuff. It's not enough to just come to church twice a week. It's not enough. It's that daily walk with God at home. Sometimes you got to go in the bathroom like I did this week. I said, okay, five minutes. To the bathroom, I said, God, I know you hear and see all this. What you want me to say? Okay. And continue. To, because it got to be like that. It got to be like that. I, I have found that in God, I live, I move, and have my being. It is not, it is, it's the favor of God that I got what I have. It is not me. I went, sometimes I, I, I see, I see situations. And I get emotional that I'm like, God, I can't believe I'm here. 
talking to these people that I was fans of, and you got me in their face, and they want to know what I think about it. I'm like, okay, Jesus. Well, then you got to talk to me. You got to give me an anointing to tell, because I don't know what to say, so you got to give me the words to say. And he does it every time. I remember, and and, and I'm going to, okay, good. I'm not going to keep y'all long, but this is so rich. I remember, and I'm going a, I'm to a, um, tie this up, but this is good. God wants us to check ourselves. I remember when I was a little girl, I used to have since six or seven years old, I used to have ear, ear issues, constant ear infections, constant ear infections. And I think over the course of time, I've had five sets of ear tubes. I got one in my ear now. Thank God it didn't cost as much as the other one. They just want their money. Anyway, I remember that the doctor said, when you swim, you have to protect your ears. When you shampoo your hair, you have to protect your ears or your eardrum will be re-injured. Protect. You have to guard your, uh, your eye gates. Watch what you see. Watch. Sometimes we have to ask God to enlighten the eyes of our understanding. So we can, sometimes we have to believe the word by faith. Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Sometimes you got to do it. And we got to guard our ear gates. Everything can't come in our ears because faith come by and hearing by somebody been teaching. All right, you got to. You got to because out of the heart is issues life. And you know how some people be sometimes they'll say some, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean that. Yes, you did, because it's in your heart. It's in your heart and it's coming out your mouth. Just say you're sorry and get and, and, and keep it moving. It is so important that we check our soil. And when it comes to our soil, when it comes to our heart, we must guard it. God wants us to have good soil, y'all. God wants us to have good soil. You know why? Because a dying world needs to be saved. Uh, this world needs to be saved. How can we are the salt of the earth? How can this world be seasoned unless we producing good fruit? How? How? How can you, and this is the thing, okay, we have the scriptures, we have all these different things. Sometimes, you know, when Moses went on the mountain, he came back, he had the glow, right? So when you've been with God, that got to look. And when you've been in sin, that got to look too. Okay? All right? Some, your conversation. You ain't got to say, I'm minister, first lady, pastor, so and sister, so and so. Just your conversation, showing love to let somebody know there's something different about you. What's going on? Something different about you. Why you always smile? You just look like you got a glove. What's going on? And by that comes to you, then got a hook. And then you say, Well, what the real deal is, I, I, I love God. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. And they may ask you, Well, what church? They might want to come to worship with you. 
But if you're acting like the world, if you're not putting a difference between clean and unclean, holy, 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 still right. I don't care what nobody say. God ain't switch. This word ain't switching up for nobody. Ain't switching up. So, in closing, if you are stagnant and you know you're stagnant, check your soil. If you, because when I'm stagnant, I feel it. I feel it. When I had to leave a job, I said, okay, God, give me my um exit strategy. Give me my exit strategy because I'm just going in circles. I'm stagnant. I'm frustrated. What do I do? Because I know it's more for me. You got more for me. Some some people in here need to put a, a notebook by their bed and write some stuff that God has been telling you. There's some books in here. There's some strategies. There's some things in here. We Everybody has a story because your story going to help somebody else not to go through. Not to go through. Why should our kids go through the same thing we've been through? Nothing new under the sun. But we have to check our soil and give God a yes. He is waiting with open arms. He is waiting for us to just understand this. And I'll say this last thing. In the financial world, it's, it's something that's called bartering. And I, back in the day, I was caught in the hood. When we didn't have much, you may go to somebody's house and say, can I have a cup of ketchup? And I'll give you, and I'll watch your kids. Bartering. Something, you know, you give me something. If you give God your anger, God will give you love and peace. Bartering. He wants you to lay it down at the altar and pick up his salvation and pick up his love and pick up his comfort and pick it up. Because at the end of the day, it's all about God and producing good fruit. Good fruit, not rotten fruit. But in order to produce good fruit, you gotta have good soil. Um, with the permission of Pastor, I like to just kind of call, um, do an altar call. Do an altar call. If y'all mind standing up, God, been this is on my heart. Do an altar call. And if you know that you, 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 God is. You, you know you stagnant. This is not about saving face. Take the mask off. Be real with yourself. Be real with yourself. If you know that you need, I say this sometimes, I need more of Jesus to do the things I need to do, to do the call that he has to do, the assignment. Give us this day. If you need a fresh anointing, if you need more, more God to, to produce good for you, know you stagnant. You know you rocky. You know that you receive the word with joy, but if somebody hits your car, you ready to fight. You outside. You know if somebody cuts you off at Kroger's or somebody cheats you, you ready to go. You know you acting out at the restaurant because that word ain't, ain't, ain't took hold of you right. You know you might not say nothing, but you passive-aggressive. So you talking about things go bad, but you bringing it up now. You know your soil is it's raggedy. I invite you to come to Jesus, not to me, but come to Jesus because he's going to work it out for you. We're going to pray.
we gonna work it out. It's not about being here.